All right, the Ray Brown Trio with Mistreated But Undefeated Blues. And uh, that's from Brown's 1984 album, Solar Energy. He spells it S-O-U-L-A-R, Energy. With uh, Gene Harris on piano, King Garrick on drums, Emily Remler on guitar, and Rod Holloway on tenor sax. This is Lead Stories. I'm Beatrice Lead, and we are going to get about the business today of wrapping up what we didn't get to finish uh, yesterday. A couple of odds and ends we still have to uh, pay attention to, so let's do that. If you had been calling, such as, uh, let's see, who did we have on Lincoln? Uh, You were in the midst of proving a point. So you can call in today and let's finish that. And there's other stuff that we need to get to. Uh, And I'd like to do that as soon as we possibly can. Uh, Let me start off by saying the old days are still here. And what I mean by the old days, I'm talking about U.S. media and its racism. Still here. If you've been watching consistently the coverage of what's going on uh, in Europe, big story, major story, it is very, very white. You don't see people of color participating or filing special reports, nothing like that. And this is a repeated pattern. Whenever there's a big story, it is understood that it will be all white. Blacks, Latinos, get out of the way. This is our story. We are the people creating the historical record, and that's been our charge That will always be our charge. Get out of the way. You have no business here. I've been watching to see just how integrated CNN really is and its coverage. And, of course, it remains very white. So it is ironic when you have a story, for example, about the Africans who were thrown off a train uh, trying to get out like all the other folks trying to get out and uh, there wasn't a single uh, black reporter or non-white reporter. There hasn't been a non-white reporter who has been assigned a very important part of the story to cover although, of course, it's needed, clearly. And all these years have gone by with the same pattern. I'm sick of it. And personally, after this, I'm I'm signing off of CNN because there is no excuse for it. And it really does reflect 
the thinking within the ranks, the editorial ranks of CNN and other major news organizations as well. Typically, the Times does it. Typically, the major news organizations do it. They just, everybody covering a major story is white. And they still tell us about, you know, how committed they are to uh, getting an integrated staff and all this other kind of stuff, but they will never, or they have a huge problem allowing just reporters, good reporters, tell any portion of the story. They have no role to play in creating the historical record of anything. And I draw the line. This is it. You can have all the access you want, and you control the, the telling of stories all over the world. You go right ahead and do that. And this is why, uh, years ago, I started a journalism training program, especially for people who are locked out, people who have no room, they get no chance at all to tell the story of our existence and the critical issues of the day. And that is what creates the historical record. This is really foul, and we need to voice our our, our opinions about this and condemn C CNN for this, especially CNN. It has uh, a, a kind of lock on these kinds of stories. But the, the, the telling of the story, what ends up as a historical record very often is off off point because people don't relate to some reporters and those reporters don't see a need to really exert themselves to get at the root of a story and really tell it. This is the kind of apartheid that has been going on for a long time in reporting and journalism in the United States. And it continues. The old days are still here. So I want to talk about that. And then I also want to talk about the apparent inability of our legal system to call a spade a spade. Since January 6th, that awful day, and we saw people descending on Congress and bashing windows and smashing doors and running around in people's offices and rifling through their desks and being a general pain. The media simply cannot bring itself to calling it what it was. I think I'm the only one who did it. 
I pose it to you. I said, what happened? What do you call what you saw? I gave you the assignment. What is that that you saw with your own eyes that happened on January the 6th in Washington, D.C.? I gave you the whole weekend to think about it. And when we reconvened on Monday, nobody got it right. I even gave you a hint. I said it's an S word. It starts with an S. And nobody could get the word sedition. That was sedition. And still, the media can't figure out that that's what it was. Sedition. With Donald Trump igniting it. Sedition used to be a very uh, serious crime punishable even there it's on the record because of the act of committing sedition some people were executed or had to do a long jail term it was considered a, one of the most grievous offenses to commit but we had Donald Trump the former president of the United States igniting sedition. And now today, when we should see a flurry of sedition cases being called and juries deciding on sedition charges, we get instead seditious conspiracy. What the heck is that? Seditious conspiracy. You either committed sedition or you didn't. They still cannot bring themselves to calling a spade a spade. Playing games. A seditious conspiracy. Is that what you call it? When five people are dead and so many officers attacked and Donald Trump is the chief uh, the guy fueling this act of sedition getting people to be violent and they had uh, uh, two vans loaded with explosives is that a conspiracy? Or is that sedition? Is it, you know, I, I, I'm asking because apparently we have this whole thing all wrong. That is sedition. A very clear example of sedition. And it ought to be treated that way. It ought to be prosecuted that way. But again, the alleged, the alleged culprits were white. 
They're incapable of committing seditious acts, especially under the, the, the guidance of Donald Trump. <laughs> so they are now said to have kind of fallen into this network of seditious conspiracy. And we ought to be okay with that. Either you know the law or you don't know the law. Either you're terrified of applying the law to certain people, and then on the other hand, you have no problem sentencing this one to death, that one to life. Because they're black. They're dispensable. So that's my mindset today. I sound a little angry, I know, but I am. I am angry. This garbage has got to be identified loudly, publicly, and then stopped. This is not justice. This is a joke. We have people even admitting, yes, I participated in this act of sedition. But they're not charged with sedition. They're charged with seditious conspiracy. Such is life in the United States of America. You can be caught on film, red-handed. You can be shown on videotape, urging people to go to Congress and, and basically take over the government, overthrow the government. Why? Because, again, you're lying, but you, this is your premise, that you have been denied your rightful victory. No. You lost the election. That's the end of that. You lost an election. But you still, because you are a white man in this country, and white men do not fail. They win every time. They are expected to win. So anyway, that's where we're going today. 888-874-4888, and again, Lincoln, and I think one other person who didn't get to fully present his point of view yesterday, there'll be time to do that today, but you, you have to hurry. You have to uh, get on the good foot, as James Brown used to say, get on the good foot and use your time well. 888-874-4888 is the number to call, and we are moving. Oh, well, looky, looky here. Lincoln is on the line. Hello, Lincoln. You see that you have special provisions being made for you. Yeah, hello, you chief. <laughs> um, hello. Yeah, I think it might have been F-A-T-E why I didn't get to finish yesterday, because it was very, something very simple I was going to say. And based upon 
your foreword today. I think it's kind of appropriate um, because what I was going to say has something to do with this sedition you were speaking of. Okay, allow me first to just finish what I was going to say yesterday. Um, the sister, I think her name was Leone or something. Um, Leona from Michigan. From Brooklyn, right? Yeah. Um, no, Michigan. She had, Michigan. When she spoke about the, 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 the people cheering for Biden during his speech, you suggested that, you know, the, the people are planted to do these things, right? Yes. Hello? Some of them, yes. Absolutely. Yes? Okay. All right. I'm glad you admit to that. That's what you said. Okay. I'm going to hopefully tie it in with something you said today. And I, but I want you to um, just give me a little... I won't be long. The same way people are planted to cheer for Biden, etc., why was it not possible that the FBI planted people to carry out what you call sedition? Why was it not possible that there were saboteurs and provocateurs in the audience? And there were, and I'm going to show you. There was one seller in particular uh, on that day, January 6th. His name was Ray Epps. Ray Epps is a known FBI asset. Ray Epps, you can look at the videos. There was no um, violence. And there's a, one place where Ray Epps was actually caught. Ray Epps, the FBI asset, was caught saying, okay, let's go. And it was just after that that they rushed the the, 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 the the buildings and before and broke down the barricade. But before that the people were orderly. And let me add, Ray Epps was on the videos doing this and yet the FBI did not arrest Ray Epps. Other people were arrested, but Ray Epps, the known FBI asset, was not arrested. And that's a big thing that people are missing. And just because you brought up sedition, how is it there was a big crowd expected to be there? And on the all, you know, the, the sentiments, normally when something, a crowd like that is expected, there's usually soldiers and guards and police. Just like, you know, when the, when the president comes into Manhattan, etc., you see the places are barricaded, etc. Why is it on that particular day none of those precautions were taken? It's very obvious. It was, um, it was planned for it to go that way. My there was is, no sedition. That, that, is, that does not matter to me, really. The, the point I'm <laughs> saying is dominant for me. All these things that you're highlighting today have occurred before. I mean, to the point where it is expected in uh, instances where you have mass demonstrations and whatnot, you have undercover cops. You have uh, the federal agents permeating the crowd. Uh, that is not news. That is typical. I am concerned 
about the calisthenics that were going on around avoiding this word, and that word was, you know, what is this, what is preventing the public understanding, the public being they are avoiding that word because they know that it was not sedition and the FBI knows that they do not have a case of sedition because the FBI knows that they were the ones who instigated this. Okay, the point of it still is if you're doing prosecutorial work and you're doing prosecutorial work in a case where everybody saw whether it was the FBI in order to get them rallied up, the fact is, it was sedition. <laughs> this is not but what you're missing. I think what you're missing so is the you, fact you that prosecute, yeah. you prosecute the crime, and you don't avoid <laughs> using the word sedition. And that's because, because we are not living in ordinary times anymore. Everything is politicized. The news, the news media is totally politicized. The, 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 um, what do you call it? Um, the FBI, the CIA, totally politicized. So things are not that. going, we're I, not I living on normal conditions I anymore. I accept that. I accept that. I still say what occurred on that day wasn't a seditious conspiracy which they came up with as a, uh, a, a quote, crime to prosecute later on. It was sedition. But, but, but that, gave, I'm going to give you something. people who listen to this show, I said, what did you see? That is called sedition. Look let me, just, I, I won't stay much longer, but let me just bring up something that you have shown, uh, you've done programs on in the past. Look how much you, and I forgot his name, that fellow you used to bring on, how much you have all shown uh, of all the crookery of the Clintons. And how come the FBI didn't charge them? How come the newspapers are talking about it? That's the same reason why it's a similar thing. But in this case, they know that they might be implicating themselves if they speak about it, because few people have come to realize who Ray Epps is. So they've really been on the hush about it, just like how they have avoided speaking about Biden and his son and what he did in Ukraine and the money he got from China. The newspaper are picking and choosing because all of this is related to this um, cabal, this international criminal cabal, you know, um, called the New World Order, etc., etc. It's all tied in. It's a very intricate thing. All right. Well, thank you. I'm glad that you got a chance to voice your opinion uh, as opposed to yesterday when you didn't. Thank you so much for calling in today. 888-874-4888. E from Edgewater, you're on the air. 
Good afternoon, you trees, and to the audience. Good afternoon, Eve. What's going on? Well, I, I just wanted to respond to the uh, the, the uh, you were you were making a, a statement about uh, the press again is yes. going uh, the, like the old days. Yeah, to me it's very simple, and it has to do with in this country there's very uh, many wealthy people, and I think you would agree with me that there's probably more white wealthy people than black wealthy people. So. These white wealthy people have sons and daughters that they send to the best universities in the land. And when they graduate from these best universities in the land, they, put, they have degrees in journalism and this and that. So they get all the jobs. When there's a good story going, they have their kids covering it. That's why they get all the good jobs, because their skin is white. So it is a, a kind of a racist thing but it's more about money, you know? Whoever has the most money gets the best things. It's always been that way, hasn't it? Well, I, I can't disagree with you there, but just the same, my focus is that it is so blatant and there is no attempt at all to uncover it and let alone to do something about it. This is wrong. And therefore, the media as an institution should be indicted. This is wrong. This is wrong. Because in the end, okay, I agree. I very agree, often but, but I they also point... are writing the first draft of history. They are the ones producing the historical record. And when you look at some of these issues that, that are so uh, contentious all over the world, you do not have multiple sources to choose from. You get one source uh, or you get several sources all saying exactly the same thing. Well, that is wrong. Of course it's wrong, but <laughs> things have been going on wrong for a long, 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 long time. Yeah. And it's so how because... do we stop it, E? That's the question. How is this yeah, to it... be stopped? First, it has to be exposed. From the 60s, people have been fighting this. And now... We see it still hasn't gone away. It's still the same formula. Yeah, it's the same formula, but it's changed a little bit, you know, because and I pointed out in 1968, Eyewitness News came on the scene, and news became entertainment, not just telling us what's going on in the world and informing us of, of important things. It became entertainment, and, it's, and that's what it grew into. It's a big hype thing. It controls the masses. They use the media because we got conditioned when we were young, younger. Our parents, our grandparents, they got con conditioned to trust the media because we had people like Walter Cronkite and, and Humphrey, uh, Huntley and Brinkley. And well, I can name lots of people that would be considered ethical people. And we trusted them and we grew to trust the media. 
and it's always been like that. And now we've so well conditioned, it's hard for us to break away from that. I mean, you point out how bad the media is, but then you're using Channel 2, 4, and 7's narrative to talk about this uh, thing that happened at the Capitol January 6th. It can't be both ways, you know what I'm saying? If, if, well, if it's gonna... not both ways. I am not using what happened in Washington, D.C. I am clear about what happened. I am clear about what happened in Washington, D.C. I am very clear that the system refuses to call it what it was. And therefore, no matter what the prosecution is, it is off point. The point is, that was sedition. That was sedition. Five well, people could... were killed. Police officers no, five people weren't were killed. Attacked. That's the narrative you're getting from Channel 2, for instance. The only person that killed no, no, was a no, girl. No, 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 no. A yes. narrative? Five people are killed? Is a no, narrative? What? That was that's that didn't fact. happen though. Five people were killed. When, One uh, person was Pamela killed. Harris, it was discovered that just outside of her office, just outside the window of her office, was a van loaded with explosives. That that's a narrative. Yeah, but how do you know that's true? Listen, where's the proof? The proof was they found the van. The proof but, but was that could be, that could be it a, was not materialized. Clean. It was left alone. Nobody claimed that, the van with the explosives. Yes, that that that's a convenient uh, way to to make things look a certain way. How do okay, you know you're not being manipulated you, by the press? You, I, we could go along. We could go for days on this. How do you know? How do you know? The fact is that's why we have a court system. You produce yes, evidence. Yes, but you wouldn't be talking about you, this. You, you, if, you produce a person or persons that you have very good reason to believe are suspects in this movement. In fact, the first person who admitted, there's a guy who admitted that, yes, I, I participated in this. What, yes, what else like are you going to do? Yes, but see, I see it a different way, Utrecht, and it looked to me like if they wanted to avoid the whole thing from happening in the first place, all they had to do was tell Donald Trump, no, you can't have a rally on this day. You can have a you rally on any other day. tell people that. But they wanted he's him to do it. He's expressing. They, you don't let me finish. Can I finish the point? The point was... They wanted him to have a rally because he works for the same system that Biden works for. And if he could get a lot of people to come there, they could take pictures of everybody and then they know who the dissident people are. Oh, and he well, tricked everybody into coming. That to is get your picture taken. It hasn't been proven and it hasn't been put to the test. That is your theory. But it does not. It does not move away from the central question. Was Donald Trump inciting a riot or not? According to the law, was he? But it's a... No, 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 but was he inciting a riot when he 
directed the people to go next to Congress and and assemble there. You know, he he was basically uh, telling them in so many ways, it's on. Let's get it done. Let's get this insurrection done. He was participating and leading an insurrection. Was that not true? It's true if you're going according to their narrative, but it's not true no, if you're going to according to my narrative. You saw what was what transpired. According to what you saw, what we all saw, did that fit the definition of a person leading an insurrection, encouraging uh, an insurrection or not? Because he finally was able to get a crowd, and they were waiting for instructions from their leader. He was the leader. He knew that. He was only the leader of the group of people that came to all his rallies all during his, his presidential stay for those three, four years. He had rallies all the time. He had people sure, he had, the and they were people. the same thing. He voiced, he voiced this sentiment all the time. Right. So he Biden could the get elected. To rise up against the he, government and to to bring it down because he was denied victory. Right. And he was an actor. And for 12 years, they gave him a show called The Apprentice. And he went to the wrestling ring and all these little towns and cities all across America yeah, but and I'm learned not concerned how to about control that, a crowd. You know, his, his, uh, his show. I'm not concerned about that. I'm concerned that according to the law, the definition of the law, that's what he was doing. He was encouraging, he was, but he was allowed he was, to do it. Had he it up. have been allowed, and encouraging people to basically turn on the government violently, and they did. That's what, what if he you did wanted to have doing. a rally on that day? What if you wanted to have a rally on that day? Would you be allowed to have a rally on that day? I don't know. I didn't apply. I didn't <laughs> apply to have a rally. I think you have to apply, you have to get a permit, and there's laws yes, that have to do. be, uh, you know, considered. And why would you want to have such a scene show up at the Capitol on, on, on that day that they're just going through this? Oh, you, 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 you're so why would you want that situation to even happen? Why aren't you seeing it? You're, I'm you're saying, not, not why would you allow something steps. to happen and then talk about it later? how terrible it was when you could have stopped it from ever happening in the first place. You, there are certain things that you can't do. People are allowed to have public demonstrations. It was just set up. Here we go with the construction again. People are allowed to have public demonstrations. You apply for a permit, you get your permit, you're good to go. Now, what happens after that? Could be a number of things, but essentially, he met the requirements. But at the same time, we saw how this presumed uh, uh, protest 
or rally would turn into something else. Do people normally have vans full of, of uh, bombs? Pipe bombs in, that, in the van? That's normal? You, 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 you say that like it's true. How do you know that that is true just because they said it is? Okay. They told me you drinking milk was good what it comes for me. Down to. You have a particular view. Good for you. I'm not talking about a view. I'm not talking about my opinion, my personal opinion here. I'm saying the law is supposed to be the law. The law is right. supposed so to be the law. So then how come they're not doing what you're thinking they should do then? That proves that it was a setup. But that wasn't even if you're right. That wasn't even if you're right, then they refused to put a name to what was committed. They would not say that it was an insurrection. They would not call it, uh, uh, you know, an effort to but why not? violence. You, you they wouldn't call me? it sedition. They wouldn't call it sedition. And that's what it Why was. They call that's it my sedi- point. Why wouldn't they call it sedition? I don't know. I'm not in their heads. But that's that's what, what I'm trying to explain to be because you don't know. I'm trying to tell you because I do know. Well, good. Tell you what. You missed my point. My point is, if you're going to prosecute a crime, give it a name. And let's not go with this seditious conspiracy. It's sedition. And prosecute yeah, well, it you, as such. Well, you shouldn't be mad at me. As sedition. So but then you have a problem they, with who? They, this the is press? a former president. They have to give him extra. Five people are dead. Five people were killed. That's not true. Okay. You're, make, you, I, you're saying something that's not true. I seem to not be able to make sense to you. So... I give up for today, okay? It's on no, me. I'm trying I to up. explain I to you. Why do you want to deny the truth? If people, if well, a person your, died of a heart attack. What is they, the truth? The truth is as you say it? No. The truth that, well, that, that then, was reported. Then, then don't say, what am I denying the truth? I was the yes. first person to make this point. And I made it as a reporter. This was sedition. Okay. A president, a former president, standing there in public, urging people to physically attack others, including the five people who died. And he gets away with that? Under some idea that this was a conspiracy? No. It was sedition. Okay, you prosecuted suppose, it as such. 
So if four people died of natural causes, they get included as people okay, that were I, hurt. I'm done. That. I'm done. I can't go Why are you to done? this thing where Why? you have a plausible explanation for everything that you cannot prove. So, But you can't I'm, prove I'm, it either. I feel that I've exhausted the, the argument. I but, give up. But don't you see, you're, you're saying it should be called sedition, and how come they're not doing that then? You always wonder why Trump doesn't go to jail because of all the things he's done, and there's never sure. an answer for you. So only answer I can come up with is he's involved in it. It's a big coup going on. There's a big cabal going on, and we're not aware of it as, we, as, as much as we should be. I'm simply trying to pull your coat that there is, for some people, always a way out. The government itself would, would make it available so that they do not, like the rest of us, have to pay for the crimes they commit. That's what I'm All saying. Right. Now, you said you can't listen to CNN anymore. Now, the New York Times reported, kept the story in the paper for six weeks that a police officer at that Capitol was killed by getting hit over the head with a fire extinguisher. That never happened, but they kept reporting well, it. You and then say, when they finally I'm arguing, retracted I am that. I'm not arguing. Listen to me very well. Your views are your own, and I ascribe them to you, okay? Your views are your own. I'm not here to change your mind. I'm not here to argue a point. I'm here simply stating that it is very concerning, and it should concern all people who are interested in democracy, that we should be bothered when these things happen and there appears to be no intention to look a little deeper into these things because of the people involved and they get wide berth they get in fact cooperation they get to be forgiven in a very interesting way for their crimes and I'm just not letting it go un unaddressed. I'm addressing it. I was the first one to address it. That was the first assignment with regard to this that I gave this audience. What did you see? What is that called? It's an S word. That was the, 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 the challenge. And finally, you see the, 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 the hinting at it because it would be a shame to ignore sedition as a, a, a possible crime that Donald Trump is guilty of. So they have to mention it. But now they put it further into a, a kind of cloak. It's seditious conspiracy. <laughs> no, it's sedition. That's all it is. Sedition. Period. One word. Thanks for your call, and I hope that you are a little clearer as to where I stand on that. Uh, Chicago, you're on the air. 
Hey, Chase, how's it going? Okay, it's going. All right, that was a interesting conversation there. Um, I wanted to talk about the uh, uh, what you were saying about the the racism in reporting of the Ukraine coverage. Now, what's interesting is that also uh, goes in front of the camera as well, because what I've also noticed is that. Could you talk a little uh, louder, Henry? You you're coming in a little low. Oh, okay. Uh, hold on. Are you there? Okay. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Okay. Now you sound low. <laughs> okay. I'll 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 talk a little louder. Okay. All right. So it it, it goes it goes the other way as well because um with as far as the Ukraine coverage and racism because when I when I look at like media outlets that kind of cater to uh, a black audience, I, I find it that you know what I'm finding is you know celebrity opinions about it, uh, explaining it like a kindergartner or you know some kind of poem or something like that. And it, I mean, it, and, it, and it's even worse on social social media when you when you look at it because it's like I know who these people are trying to cater to, and it's like you know they're, they're talking to us like we're kindergartners uh, about this whole situation, and they don't like get any respected historians or political scientists. Uh, you'll never see like a Gerald Horn on CNN or a John exactly. you know, people exactly. who are legit historians and, you know, people who dealt with, you know, foreign policy, you know, who are black. Because we, we do have those type of people around. So, you know, the only, the only news outlet that I... It's a white like, world and they're keeping it that way. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so, like, the only news outlet or, you know, some sort of balanced coverage that, you know, I, I typically get is from, you know, like the Black Agenda Report. And, you know, that's about it because can't really trust mainstream media because you don't know, like, what's really going on. And this is, you know, when, you, when you're talking about wartime uh, uh, instances, you know, the, the first thing that gets locked down is the media. So... You know, I'm 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 not too sure. You know, like when I look at like CNN, MSNBC, or Fox, or whatever, am I looking at something that is real? And and in a lot of cases, you know, for me it's like a no. But at the same time, you have to look at it to to understand what is going on. I think, uh, or when I called uh, either yesterday or the day before in regards to the State of the Union address, and you know. You had mentioned about you know, don't pay attention to about what, about what's being don't well pay attention to what's being said, but also pay attention to what's not being said. So That's it's the same thing said. with visuals. Pay attention with what they're showing you, and pay attention to what they're not showing, because uh, uh, this 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 coverage of, of this whole crisis is just. I mean, we don't know who's winning, who's losing. Uh, Ukrainian government reports that they're killing more Russian soldiers. Russia's saying that they're not losing that many soldiers. And, and we don't know what the hell is going on out here. You see, this is the thing. It's one set of bad uh, principles reinforcing another so that they can both live with each other 
and do something that, you know, passes as journalism. It isn't journalism. It isn't journalism. And they can't, certainly, certainly for me, I'm speaking for myself, you can't fool me and tell me that's journalism. Mm-hmm. Half the people reporting don't even know geographically exactly where they are. They can't point to it on a map. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know what the issues are that should be addressed. How are you going to provide good coverage? But they know enough, and they will take instructions from somebody who tells them, this is what we're looking for. Today, you're going to go and uh, cover how many buildings were, were bombed. But that doesn't tell us anything. And the reason is, television is primarily a visual medium. Mm-hmm. So they want you to see things, not necessarily understand anything. And it is, you know, a a quick shot. You go in, the cameras are there. Oh, look, you can see that building is half gone. And here's a little old lady trying to just get to the pharmacy to get her, her medications. And they're not there. You know, all these silly things when I say silly I mean they're not germane to the big question what the hell is happening here who is doing what to whom and why they don't have that kind of information and and it's getting so bad out there because it's like you know there's this you know mainstream media has has this mission to Support the Ukraine at all costs. Nobody's talking about peace. Nobody's talking about, you know, can we talk about it, ceasefire. But everybody's like, we need to support the Ukraine. I just saw a report that they're about to give $32 billion more, uh, billion more dollars to the Ukraine. And so you got citizens out there that they're reporting on, you know, taking up arms. Uh, they, they had a... They had a video on on on, uh, on on social media of a guy in Ukraine showing you how to make a bomb. Now, I'm willing to bet you if that was me showing that video, <laughs> the FBI would you be at and your right bomb now. would be confiscated. <laughs> they, they, they would have they would have the FBI at my door immediately, talking about uh, I, I'm I'm planning a terrorist attack, but because. This is Ukraine, and these are the citizens. And and I'm going to tell you, Trees, that's not going to go well. Giving weapons to untrained citizens, and 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 you're going up against probably the biggest, one of the biggest armies in the world, the Russian army. That's not going to go well for them. Well, when I went to Ukraine some years ago, the stories that hit me like a thunderbolt had nothing to do with all of this. It had to do with the two Ukraines. Two Ukraines. Just like two Americas. Mm-hmm. That's what was interesting to me. Never mind all the talk about, you know, a kind of socialist orientation and people want to live in peace and harmony. There was none of that. 
that I saw in evidence anywhere. Ukraine was as racist as the South. Mm-hmm. So I had an entirely different orientation in Ukraine. So when I see these stories about, you know, tugging at your heartstrings and whatnot, they're not getting to the story. And which is why I could relate very differently to the story of the Africans thrown off the train while white Ukrainians were trying to get on it. Mm-hmm. It's like the South. And, and, and you know what, you trees, and this is not surprising, there's some social media outlets that are actually banning that video. <laughs> yes, they would, because at this time, propaganda is very important, and you have mm-hmm. to condition people's minds to accept and believe a certain reality. I was there. I was in Russia. Mm-hmm. I saw the same thing. There's nothing there that that had me entranced. No, I saw the rawness of racism there. And and you're not the only so you're not the only one that I know. It's not glamorous to me at all. Yeah, and you're not the only one I know who experienced that when they went to the Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I have no romantic views about Ukraine at all. But that's what they do. That's but, what, and that's yet what I understand is doing. a people's desire for freedom, a people's desire to be their own country. I understand all of that because it is the same all over the world. I understand it. But don't, as they say, don't pee on me and tell me it's raining. Yes, indeed. And I feel like we're we're all being peed on with this coverage. So we will hang it up for today. We're at the end of our program. Thank you so much for calling Henry. Tony and Jeremiah and Brenda and uh, I forgot who else was on the line. Call in again tomorrow if I if I could entreaty, make an entreaty to you to do that so that we hear from you what you have to say. It's very important to me that you have a space to say what you have to say. Okay? Thank you so much. Thank you all for listening. And let's get back again to each other tomorrow and do some more talking. Bye-bye.